This episode of The Youth Take was brought to you by our 2022 podcast sponsor, Martins Point Healthcare. We thank them for their support. You're listening to the Main Boys to Men podcast, a podcast dedicated to lifting the voices of young people and engaging youth around topics of gender and violence prevention. Thanks for listening. My name is Brent Starkchessa. I attend Wayne Fleet High School in Portland. I'm a junior and I use he, him, his pronouns. And I'm really excited to get into this conversation. Hi everyone, I'm Michaela. Um, I'm a first year at Simmons University down in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I use she, her pronouns. Uh, I am Conrad Anderson. Uh, I am a senior at Maine Coast Waldorf School. Um, I use he, him pronouns. To you all, what, what constitutes a difficult conversation? I can start if it's good with you guys. Um, I think uh, personally, in my experience, a difficult conversation is a conversation that makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable or like it, it's not it's not easy for me to have it. And it, it can be with a lot of people, um, but it's just something that makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And also knowing that there could be a bad outcome because I feel like a lot of difficult conversations, you don't really know what the outcome's going to be. It could be good or bad. Um, it could blow up or it could just a conflict could be resolved. So, Yeah, I, I second what you said, Brian, about it being like an uncomfortable situation. I think it's not only an uncomfortable situation, but I think a lot of the time, personally for me, uh, it's an uncomfortable topic. And I think uh, it also might be, it has the potential to be even more uh, uncomfortable if the person that I'm talking to, uh, I'm not comfortable with. I think that's really important is the person or people you're having the conversation with, because they might not think it's uncomfortable for them just personally, and you could be really uncomfortable or vice versa. Someone could be, you know, reaching out with something really um, tough for them to talk about and you could have no idea or really it's not uncomfortable for you to talk about. These uncomfortable conversations can be really small things. They don't have to be the the biggest deals in the world to, to make you uncomfortable. Um, especially with people who you, who you might not know as well. If you're trying to even have, you know, a small conversation with them, it could get uncomfortable because you don't really know what like affects them and they don't know what affects you. I definitely like agree with what both of you have said. Um, and another like part of it being uncomfortable too is even though it's still uncomfortable, it still can like turn out positive. Yeah, difficult conversations can help you learn and help you grow as a person. And I think there's somewhat of a negative way that people think of these conversations. And that might be for many reasons, but I, I think that a lot of good com comes out of these conversations, not just like in the content of them, but like personal growth and like what you're comfortable with. Yeah. And I 
have like experience with that. I know like me and my parents have had to like grow in that sense. Difficult conversations. Like, yeah, they're hard with like people you don't know, but I feel like they're even harder with people you do know because they know you so well, you know them so well. And it's like these conversations, like a conflict that's happening between you, your immediate reaction is to be defensive and defend your own feelings, your own emotions and things that you said but then there's a certain point that you get and it's just you're sick of like just going back and forth and not like resolving anything I guess and like to like the personal growth like it does take the people involved in like conversations them individually to make that decision to choose to grow because if it's not your own choice then nothing can really happen to evolve and make these difficult conversations better um i i have a question kind of for for you all going off of that and i'm wondering if difficult conversations come up in one area area of your life more than others like with your parents or your friends or teachers like is there one side of your life that is filled with these conversations yeah i'll jump in i'll say just i'm i'm a first child the oldest child so i think uh the conversations that i'm having with my parents are definitely uncomfortable for all three of us just because uh i'm the, their first child and i'm kind of the guinea pig and so it's all they're we're both experiencing it at the same time and these like whatever it may be is it's both of our experiencing it uh for the first time yeah i definitely feel that um, i'm also a firstborn so i basically lead the way in all of it but i feel like especially like with my mom um there have been like very difficult conversations that we've needed to have with or without including my sisters and there just comes like I guess a certain point where it can be really draining I difficult conversations are draining and they can be emotionally taxing but I think it is important to like remember that these are people that like you love and like you would do anything for them and like I guess these difficult conversations are necessary and you're also in a way doing it out of love like when I was younger there were many times where it was like hard to communicate especially with like my dad um, and my parents being divorced at one house, it was only my sisters and my dad, and I was the oldest, and there were a ton of conflicts that happened, and I feel like a lot of that, my identity of being an eldest child, being a girl, and just all of that just kind of exploded, I guess. I feel like that happened because he was starting out like being a single dad and didn't really know how to deal with three girls by himself and he was like the man of the house like he 
was there was always originally him and my mom and then that changed and it just kind of added more conflicts and stress I had to uh learn how to take things not like to heart and not like be so emotional about things because then that triggered his his feelings so like we both had to kind of learn how to balance each other out and I guess like that's one example um but I don't know what you guys <laughs> I immediately think of where I am now cisgendered like man who you know goes to a private school i i feel like some people aren't as willing to enter in these tough conversations or i feel like i shouldn't be entering in these tough conversations um just because maybe i shouldn't be showing that like i'm emotional or that i have these feelings and that that's definitely been something i've had to deal with over the years um kind of growing up in a culture where it's it really has taken a toll on like, I know many people around me who, who don't feel comfortable talking about their emotions just because of, of the, the culture they've grown up in. Yeah. Brian, you stole the words right out of my, my mouth. I, was, I, I, I think that uh, especially being a man in our society, uh, men aren't, aren't supposed to show their feelings and to have these to have these conversations when emotion uh, should and probably will come out, they're not happening, like you said, among uh, men. And it's usually not men initiating these uh, difficult conversations. I think that's spot on. I think gender norms really um, play a huge part in who can who is comfortable having these conversations yeah kind of as a conclusion i guess uh how do you guys know if the conversation has been successful for you and do you think that if it's if it's successful for you do you think the other party um has the same feelings not all difficult conversations come to a conclusion and not all of them can be settled but I feel like for me if I know the conversation was open and honest and even if no solution has been like found yet it gives me some peace of mind that like we were able to like have a conversation and know that okay, this is something that we just need to continue to talk about, even if it's not solved. When when I know I have a successful conversation that's difficult, there's nothing left behind that I feel like I have to deal with. And I also think that it, it has a lot to do with how the other person reacts. You know, are they still my friend? Are they, you know, closer to me after we have this conversation? Did we resolve the issue? All of those things play a part, but I do think a lot of it is kind of a feeling of being at peace with whatever the conversation was about. Hello, thank you so much for listening to The Youth Take. To support more conversations like these, please consider giving $5 at mainboystomen.org.